0: Welcome to the Soul Gym.
1: We are your Soul Gym sisters.
0: I'm Jody Van Kempen. And I'm Crystal Van Kempen-McClanahan. And thank you for tuning in for this week's boot camp for your soul. Ooh, welcome. Our mission is to take you from fizzling to sizzling by toning up flabby thinking and developing mental
1: muscle.
0: Mental muscle. muscle why so you can feel strong live healthy and fulfill god's audacious plan for your life Life. all right so this week jody what are we talking about you
1: know what we're gonna talk about my favorite word (laughs) flexibility when we talk about flexibility, what do you immediately think of? Um yoga.
0: Yoga or someone doing the split. Yes, somebody <laughs> doing the splits. We ha- hey, we have to be honest. We love to work out. Ooh. We love to lift weights. I'm the cardio queen, mm-hmm. but flexibility is is our least is favorite. It's just not our greatest strength. Mm-hmm. But it is so good for you. I my husband had he had hurt his back long time Ago and started yoga. Oh man, over a year, probably going on two years now. And what yoga has done for him, what all this stretching has done. So flexibility really means to bend without breaking, or in and um, fitness terms, it's to be able to move through a normal range of motion. The benefits, Jody, are
1: are endless. They they are
0: endless. Being flexible. I still don't like it though. <laughs> yeah. Being flexible prevents or reduces injury. See, I just said that. I uh, decreases stiffness and soreness, improves posture and balance. See, it keeps mm-hmm. going. It improves performance because it undergirds muscular strength and endurance. And really, and what I've seen, and I I've, I've been doing some yoga myself and it it really does help with your state of mind. And so we know that flexibility is great for the body. How about mental flexibility. I mean, we say all the time, if you wanna change your life, you gotta change your thinking. And so mental flexibility is really all about the willingness, I think that's the key, the willingness to change.
1: Yeah, what we're gonna talk about is not only a a mental flexibility, a a flexibility of the heart, and we're gonna take you back to scripture. That God talks a lot about willingness and stubbornness. Yeah. He called the children of Israel these stiff necked, stubborn. People. They don't want to do what I tell them to do. So we're going to ask the question, how stiff necked are you today? <laughs> yeah. And see, we, we want to change that. We want to be flexible. Liable. We want to be pliable. Yeah. We want to be soft hearted, tender hearted, that when God comes to us and corrects us and asks us to do things, we are going to be more than willing, more than obedient to say and do what he wants us to do. See, really? Religion, okay, there's a huge difference of religion and willingness. Religion is all about rules. It's all about following the rules. Yep. Religion is rigid. You know, the, the scribes and the Pharisees in the Bible were all about, this is the way it's supposed to be. And if you deviate from that, you are a low-life sinner. But the beautiful thing about Jesus is he came on the scene and he he told his people to do certain things. He talked about God, relationship with God, that his burden was easy. His yoke was light. Not that there's not going to be sacrifices, but there's going to be enjoyment in your Christianity.
0: Amen. And so here we are talking about mental agility, this mental flexibility, um, not being just so black and white and stuck in our ways. And so why... Is mental flexibility so important? I know. Well, here's a scripture
1: talking about stubbornness, talking about stiffness, in Proverbs twenty-one or twenty-nine-one in the King James version, says, "He that being often reproved, harden his neck." shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy you know the dangerous thing about stubbornness the dangerous thing about lacks of lack of flexibility and willingness of heart and mind is you oh i hate to even say it you can get to a place in life where god himself can't help you i mean let me read it again he being often reproved some someone who's always being corrected hardens his neck and that takes on the posture of you're not going to tell me what to do and i'm not going to change shall suddenly be destroyed and that without remedy it says no one can help him
0: oh man it also talks about um the stubborn will dwell yes in a dry uh-huh. land
1: it says the stubborn and rebellious shall dry in a parched land. That's your life.
0: Exactly.
1: Nothing's happening, right nothing's working. Have you ever felt dry? Right. You know, if, if you can look at your life and go, "Boy, you know, I feel like I'm in a dry mm-hmm. land. I'm I'm in a parched land. My relationships are dry. My my heart, my mind, there's no ease or fulfillment or joy here." Now, we're we're saying check on yourself right are, are are you rebelling against something you know you need to do or change in your life well that
0: is definitely an indicator unhappiness mm-hmm. i mean it 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 does equate itself to being dry yeah. when there's no joy no fun I mean nothing's happening Th- that definitely is an indicator of a lack of mental flexibility. You probably know you should be doing something and you and you're not doing it. I've been there and it's not a fun place to be. Um just you you can also what is that also gonna lead to when we won't listen? We wonder why we're unhealthy, mm-hmm. overstressed, overworked, overweight, doing things our own way. We know how many times God has told us to put down the Twinkie, <laughs> to get get up and get some exercise, just go for a walk for heaven's sakes, and and we won't do it. Guess what? Uh-huh. When we do things according to our way and we rebel against what God tells us to do and we hate that word obedience we just hate it there is such a a lack of following authority that's woven its way into our culture but God is only telling us to obey to prevent us from trouble and he's trying he's trying to bless us but if our if if our lives are dry and unhappy unhealthy and we're feeling unfulfilled we have a mental flexibility problem i mean when we feel stuck when you feel stuck stuck in a job stuck in a really bad relationship just stuck it's like you're trapped in mental quicksand and it feels like it you you know you're just just glogging through life i mean trapped talk about the the effect uh, a lack of mental flexibility can have on relationships. You're talking about Jody that, the woman wanting the flowers mm-hmm. and a, what what is that story? See, we go back to
1: the joy of living. Joy is not having to follow rules. Right. You know, I heard of uh, a minister, his job was to counsel married people and time and time and time again, he would have the couple sitting across from him And more time than one, he would hear a woman go, well, I want him to bring me flowers. (laughs) He never brings me flowers. And the birthday presents he gets me, I just, you know, they, they, they don't come very often. And I want him to tell me he loves me more. Why doesn't he tell me he loves me more? And he stopped the woman and he said, uh, uh-uh. uh." he goes, that's not what you want. She said, well, what do you mean? Yes, it is. I want flowers. I want him to tell me he loves me. He said, you want him to want to do these I things. I love that. You want him to want to tell you he loves you. Do you see the difference here? Crystal and I are always focused on a want to versus a have to. Yeah. Life becomes so much more enjoyable. Our relationship with God becomes so much more enjoyable. Our relationship with people becomes so much more enjoyable when you want to do that. Throughout the whole Bible, God is talking about willing, a willing heart, a willing heart. God is always after our hearts he's not after our our services and our acts of duty and 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 serving and all that stuff those are all good things but the number one thing he's after is you wanting to serve him you wanting to be in relationship it's about
0: that motive it's about your motive it's about
1: your motive wanting to want to
0: exactly And so we're talking about mental flexibility and guess what? We, we have the ability to change. We, each of us do. I know people don't enjoy it and it can be uncomfortable, but we are the change. And if we change our thinking and be open up to, to being different, to having God do something different in, in our lives, we can change. Again, if you're living in a dry land, it, it could be a really good indicator that it's time to change. How do we do it?
1: <laughs> well, you know, I have found myself many a time going, God, I just don't want to do it. Yeah. You know, first of all, get Let's be honest. honest. Yeah, I just don't want to. I just don't want to do it. Now, I say the first step to get willing is to be willing to be willing, yeah. if that makes any sense. Go, I want to get willing. I, I want to want to do your will, God. And the Bible says in Philippians 2.13. Now, here's the start. It is God who works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So let's start there. Yeah. Be real honest. Say you you know you need a change in your life. Something needs to be corrected. You, you want to get willing. You first go to God and go, I'm willing to, to get, get willing. willing. Now, work in me a desire to change a desire to get willing and he he'll be all over that
0: and we talk about renewing the mind all the time and really you said that the word is also repent yes that's so interesting uh, what do we have to repent about
1: yeah repent I found that interesting repent and renew we always talk about renewing the mind repentance and renewing yeah The same word means a metamorphosis. So in order to renew your mind, you can't renew your mind if there's a bunch of garbage in your life you know you shouldn't be doing or you know you, you should change. Renewing repentance, metamorphosis, repentance is a gift from God. Amen. You know, to walk through life and absolutely refuse correction, refuse to obey God, refuse to listen to people who are trying to help you. Um, you're not going to change. Right. I mean, so first we're starting with God, help me be willing. And then what, what's going to happen it, is he's going to start in your dropping things in your mind. Yeah. This is where you need to think differently. This is how you need to talk differently. So once you're willing to be willing these things will start changing in your life.
0: And a great indicator is what's coming out your mouth. Yeah. Is no no griping, no complaining. When that willingness is there, that I mean there there's just a passion behind that. Jody, you were talking I well where is it about owning how you've got to own uh-huh. own
1: whatever you you own you'll take care of right whatever you think this is mine you you tend to put more energy into and you want to take care of it i found the most beautiful scripture in john 8 55 and it's jesus talking to the jewish leaders and and here's why people don't want to follow god and here's why people do want to follow god jesus let's admit loved god and wanted to do the will of the Father wholeheartedly. And he said, this is why you Jewish leaders don't. Yet you have not known him. Okay, first of all, when you get to know him, you want to do what he wants you to do. Right. But I know him. Jesus said, I've spent time with him. I know God. And if I should say, I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you but I know him and I keep his sayings. So Jesus kept his sayings. Why? Because he knew him to know him is to love Him. So spend time with Him. You know, when you spend some time with God and you get to know Him, you will realize He's not out to hurt you. He's out to bless you. He's out to take care of you. And another thing is when you get to know Him, you can trust Him then. So if He is asking you, you need need some change here. You need some help here. You need to go in a different direction. If you know Him then, then
0: you will want to change. Right. And so, as we renew our mind, as, as we work on our mental flexibility, you, and, and we've decided, okay, God, uh, I'm willing to be willing, so, so we are entering into our process of change. Remember, a, a few little tips. Change can be challenging because we have to go after that subconscious. We've been living a certain way for a long time, and that subconscious, uh, those patterns, those old habits, they just get carved into our 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 minds. And so we got to go after that stuff. And so when you start feeling. A bit uncomfortable that is a good sign and what happens is we are so averse to um, being <laughs> awkward or feeling any pain or discomfort that oftentimes that's the place where we stop yeah. we're saying just go this is this is the place it is an indicator that you are coming up against um, some old patterns of thinking and you're trying to change yeah. them just lean into that discomfort comfort just feel it and and go after it. We always say you you get a scripture, you get a promise and and you just if you go over that and you replace those those old patterns of thinking with promises of God, evidence that that's just not true. After a while, that neural pathway, that old pattern of thinking will be completely replaced with the new thought. I mean to me that is just so cool and you know, change
1: can be fun. Yeah. You know, it, definitely. we focus on the discomfort and, oh, you know. But it's exciting. <laughs> it's, you know, change your attitude towards change, yeah. too. I don't know how many times Crystal and I sit and talk about what God's dealing with us and how uncomfortable we are, and we crack up yeah. going, man, I can't believe this is happening to me. Or can you believe this way of thinking I've had, it? and I didn't even realize I have it? Yep. And most of the time, we'll just sit and laugh and go, man make it an adventure. Yeah. Don't make it something just, Oh, I got to change. No, there is a reward on the other side. Let me read another scripture. Jody's just
0: scripture queen today. <laughs> Go ahead and talk while I find it. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious Cause I knew you were going to uh, now listen, we're saying don't shrink back. I mean, God, that's another thing. He's saying, don't shrink back. Go go big. You know, we, we say, get your vision out in front of you and go after it. But it is going to take a step of faith. That's for sure. God, I know what you're looking for. It, yes, Hebrews. Where he, re, he rewards those. Yes. Isn't that it? Yep. Who are passionate. Oh, of course. She, okay. Me. Get ready. Hold on.
1: Come on. This is good stuff. Hey, talking about the want to. And without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith, knowing that He is real and that He rewards the faith of those who passionately. Seek him. Okay. Do you see the difference? Passionately seeking after him and just doing it because you have to. Right. Again, we go back to religion as rules. I have to go to church. I have to read no, my you Bible. Don't. Yeah. I, I have to pray. You know, again, going back to God's heart, he wants you to want, want to, to go to church. He wants you to want to pray. He wants you to want to get to know him. So Hebrews 11 6 is to talking about he rewards those who are madly in love with him what does he reward us with he rewards us with peace that passes an understanding i mean our minds can't even understand it he fills our life with such contentment and joy and 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 pleasure that we can't even wrap our minds around it he rewards us i mean we haven't even scratched the surface of the rewards that god has when we're madly in love with him right? not rules, relationship.
0: So we open up the podcast with God's audacious plan for your life. I mean, if if we're living dry, we've, we've got some mental challenges we've got to go after because he's saying passionate. I mean, there, there is a passion. There is a plan for your life and let listen to God. You know what? That thing is in there. We talk about dreams and passion and purpose all the time. It's not dead. It's not gone. God wants you living in it, excited about it, but you got to get that vision out in front of you. Without a a vision, my people perish without a vision, without something that you're you're going after. Life is really bland and boring. So we're going to remind you of those steps to visualize. And and, and in that vision, visualization get that emotion yeah. see it live your life as though it has already happened yes. as long as we're, we're living life that someday it might happen we just keep reinforcing this regular behavior this everyday behavior we've got to live like the vision has happened so you see it you emotionalize it we are big into affirmations mm-hmm. in writing things down in reading those those goals and those affirmations um, every day, a few times a day, morning and night to get that scripture, that promise and meditate. Let that thing run through your head and really carve out that focus. That that word will show you exactly where you need to go and what you need to do.
1: Stop saying, I don't want God. I don't want the things of God. You know, I have no interest in the things of God. Like Crystal just said, imagine a relationship with God imagine knowing God like you know him better than anyone else on the planet imagine who he is yeah imagine talking with him imagine he is the creator of the heavens and the earth and he wants to get to know us I mean to me that drives me towards him imagine what that's like right
0: And so visualize, uh, meditate. And Jody, you just said it, we declare with our mouth what we're saying happens, Yep. the the life and the death and the power of our tongue. And so declare good things, declare the right things over your life. And boy, I'm telling you, I mean, mental flexibility really is the foundation for change. Um, And then to have the willingness to change, it's all about the attitude of our heart. God is going after our heart. And how do we do it? We renew our mind. We get the yucky stuff out. We make things right. We challenge those those negative thoughts. It is a, a step of faith. And but with when when you've got that passion in you and you're going for it, man, anything can happen. And so get that imagination going, meditate on the word and declare good things. Hey, listen, your mental muscle challenge this week is to pray Philippians 2:13. Yep. God will work in you a willing heart if you pray it. And so you guys, here's to uh, mental flexibility and when we change our thinking, we can change our lives. So thank you so much for listening, for being a part of the Soul Gym. Uh, we just, uh, thank you so much. We, we appreciate it. We appreciate your shout outs. Please tell all of your friends, every friend on the planet uh, to tune in. We would love to have you subscribe to this podcast. Um, we have
1: an up and coming
0: project. We, we do. We're getting close. We hope to launch this summer. We would love you to be a part of our online boot camp for the soul we're I gonna guess. have giveaways yeah, all kinds of giveaways giveaways fun stuff but more than anything we just want to see people's lives changed yes to just uh really live out just feel strong yes. be healthy and just live out that incredible plan for your life and if so, you, if anything's happening
1: in your life because of the podcast and what God is doing let us know yeah. you can send in questions you can send in comments right. now and we would love 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 to hear from you
0: definitely if there's a direction uh, you know a topic yeah. you'd like us to address we we are all ears we are yep. open we're open we're, all, we're see, mentally look flexible. at that look we're at, flexible <laughs> <laughs> we're mentally flexible we live it okay we're gonna go now all right we'll catch you next week on the soul gym where we whip flabby thinking into shape and develop mental mental muscle. muscle bye